Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 349. So in today's episode, I want to challenge a very commonly taught practice that I see many, many people in our profession doing. And it's posting on their public social media when they get paid in their business. I see people doing this all the time. Just got paid, commission hit, residuals just posted, going and sharing this on their public social media. And I want to maybe give you a different way to think about this because I actually think it's one of the worst things that I see people do on social media in our profession. Now, let me just say this. Because I know there's a good chance there's many of you that are listening to this or watching this right now that you've done that in the past. And you've probably only done it because you saw your upline doing it or you saw somebody else doing it. And somehow you rationalize that this is actually something that's good for your business. And so today I'm going to give you two really important reasons why I think it is really bad for your business. But before I get into the details, I also just want to say this. So I feel like one of the most important things that we do in our company and what we teach with Love, Serve, Grow is really look at a lot of these common practices that people have been doing for so long in our profession and challenge them and ask the question, are these things that we actually should be doing in the world today? Are they good for our business, our company, and the profession as a whole? And I can say with absolute certainty This practice is bad across the board. It's bad for your business, it's bad for your company, and it's bad for the long-term longevity and sustainability of our profession as a whole. So let me kind of share with you why. But first, I just want you to think of it like this. What's interesting to me, and I sat and I really thought about this before I recorded this episode, I can't think of another business or profession where this is an accepted practice. Now, Maybe this the crypto scammers, right, or the NFT people, and sorry if you are one of those people. I know there are some legitimate people doing that business, but even like in the world that I'm in, online marketing, there's all these online marketers. They just want to tell you how much money they're making as a way to try to get you to do what they do. But there's no other profession in the world that does that. Like, Could you imagine seeing on your CPA, your attorney, or your real estate agent social media Could you imagine them posting, just got a huge commission check today? Have you ever seen a financial advisor or an insurance agent post on the 15th of the month, residuals just hit, yeah, baby, let's go get it. No, you've never seen that. And you won't ever see that because that's not how professional people carry themselves. And it's certainly not what they want to use social media for. And so I think that there's an important lesson that we can learn from other professions. Now, I get it. Some of you are probably thinking, well, Bob, the reason why I do that is, well, number one, we're trying to recruit people, right? So that's different. Well, to that, I would say I have lots of friends that own insurance agencies and that are sales managers that are trying to recruit agents, whether it's real estate insurance or sales reps, and they don't feel the need to do that, right? So I would push back on that. But then the other thing is this. People will say, but Bob, our profession has such a bad rap isn't it a good idea to let people know that you are making money? And look, I totally understand it. And I actually do, There, I acknowledge there is a time and a place in the sales process of you 
sharing what you do with people, where sharing your financial success is actually an appropriate thing to do, a necessary thing to do even, with people that are looking for a bigger financial opportunity. So I'm not saying that it's not something that should be a part of your process, but what I am saying is for you to just publicly be throwing that out there at the very front of your process and sharing that publicly for the world to see, number one, it's very insensitive, first off, because there's a lot of people in the world right now that are struggling, and for you to be boasting about the amount of money you're making, you're very out of touch with what the world is looking for today. But the other thing is this, is it actually winds up turning people off. I want you to think about the, the kind of person you wish you could recruit to your business, right? What, what is a dream team member for you? That perfect kind of leader. I want you to just imagine who that person is. Maybe they're a professional type person. Maybe they're a business owner. Maybe they're just a stay-at-home mom, but they've got a big network and you know, they're just the kind of people you want. And how do you think those types of people view it when you do that type of thing? I'm going to tell you what happens. It immediately turns them off. So what winds up happening is you start attracting these kind of people that aren't necessarily the committed, successful leaders that we want to build a business with, right? They're people that are just looking for a quick buck. And so why do we do it? Well, I'll tell you why I think we do it. We do it because we want to show our team that we're being successful. So we think if we share with our team that we're making money, that that will encourage them. Or we do it for other network marketers and social sellers. Let's be honest. We use it, whether we realize it or not, a lot of people do it intentionally, but we throw that out there as a way to show other people in this profession that, hey, we're making money over here. If you're struggling, maybe you should come to see us. So I want to give you two shifts in perspective on those two things. Let's start first about the people that are on your team. I want you to think of it like this. Whatever you promote and whatever you focus on in terms of what you share on your social media, what you're doing is you are teaching other people what you consider to be success. Hey, just wanted to jump in here real quick because I've got one big ask for you. Look, you know we don't advertise on the podcast and my intention is to not sell or pitch you on the show this year. We just want to deliver free content that is 10 times better than what you've paid for to help you transform your business. So my ask is this, help me spread the word of Love Serve Grow so we can change lives, help people that are struggling in their business and transform our profession. The only way we can do that is if you take the time to rate, review, and share this podcast. So that's my big ask. Just take a few seconds right now, wherever you're listening, leave a review. It would absolutely mean the world to me and it might just change the life of someone else. So thank you so much for being a part of our community. And when we think about our team, if they see you sharing, just got paid, just got that commission check, if they see you doing that, you've got to realize that most of them are barely even making money in their business. And so when they see you put a post out there like that, I get it. You're thinking, well, Bob, I'll inspire. But the percentage of people that are inspired by that is so small, right? Your leaders, yes, it's nice for them to know that you're seeing success, but that shouldn't be information that's delivered publicly for the world to see. That should be information that's being delivered inside of private conversations and smaller leadership groups. When the average person on your team sees that, it doesn't inspire them. It actually makes them feel more discouraged because they're not making money. And it's a constant reminder that other people are. So now you just give them more reasons to, to doubt themselves. And then, but the other side of it is this, there's a lot of people on your team that aren't even doing it for the money. So when they see you talking about that, what happens is it makes them feel disconnected to you 
as a leader. Now, once again, there's a time and a place for all this. But when I look at a lot of your social medias, it's all I see. You're talking about the financial opportunity and this and make money and how much this, seven figures. And not only is it not necessary, it's actually a straight up violation of the Federal Trade Commission's guidelines on how we are supposed to sell and market. And it's a violation of almost every single company's policies and procedures. You are not allowed to make income claims on content. You're not allowed to talk about making money. You're not allowed to insinuate that if you do this, you can make this. It's against the law. And there have been companies that have been shut down. There have been people that have lost businesses. And so if for no other reason, for the longevity of your business, your company, and the sustainability of our profession, we need to be better. You do not have to do this to be successful. A lot of my clients, you know, I had one client in particular where I was on a coaching call with her, and she was sharing with me how she said, Bob, a lot of my girls, they grew real fast, and we had all this momentum, and then it stopped. And she was like, they can't grow their, they're stuck on Instagram. They can't grow their following. And, and, and I say, well, I know why, as soon as she said it, because I'm very familiar with her company and what she does. I say, I know why. I said, because they, all they do is they sell and pitch in their content, right? Every single content's them on vacation. And it's got, you know, and now they do it with a little tack. They have like the income disclosure statement on the thing, but it's still saying like, hey, here's the money. And I'm like, people... They're over that kind of stuff. And I'm like, they need to change their approach to social media. So those to me are a lot of reasons why we need to start thinking differently. But let's talk about the network marketing thing. And just to close the loop on that first one, we need to be promoting to our team a different definition of success. What if we shared more about impact and growth and values and vision and mission? What if we celebrated people not just for hitting the rank and getting a big check, but for actually showing up and loving and serving and growing and pushing themselves and doing the work and facing their fears and celebrating people that are honoring the values and the priorities of their life, celebrating transformation and growth. When I, I don't see this on people's social media. I just see lifestyle, income, travel, and that stuff, you, there's a way to do it. Like you can show success without having to flaunt it in people's faces and rub them the wrong way. And so I think we just need to be intentional about that. But the other reason why I think we do it, if we're honest, is because we want other network marketers that are out there that are struggling because they always feel like the low-hanging fruit, don't they? You don't have to sell them on the profession. They're in a company. It ain't working for them. They want to find somewhere else. And you know they're looking for that next big thing. Now, I know what I'm about to say. I need to feel like I need to give a disclaimer here. I know what I'm about to say is a big-time generalization. And I do fully acknowledge that there are people that are exceptions to this rule. There are people that do it the right way with integrity. And there are also plenty of examples of people that just left a company with integrity because it wasn't for them. They found another home that was for them. And they have leaders that come to their business, but they don't outright go out and target them. It just happens because of the way they show up in the world. And I don't have a problem with that. Here's what I have a problem with. The people that are in our profession that their primary recruiting and marketing strategy are trying to poach other people from other businesses and teams. And look, I know that's probably not any of you, 
you don't, you will be following me if that was, but I'm going to just say it. Those people are, are one of the biggest problems with our profession today. We complain so much that people don't respect us and what we do. But then I look at the way that some of us, how we treat one another, raiding people's downlines, trashing one another, talking down, thinking that's going to make you look better. Like, it's just, to me, it's such a scarcity mindset. And it's the, one of the biggest problems about what we do. We need to be better. And so what I would like to open your eyes to is this. I think in 2023, the opportunity that you have to recruit and grow your team is 10 times bigger, more than 10 times bigger, with people that have never done anything like this before. People outside of this profession, it's such a bigger opportunity for you. Now, here's your job. To run your business in a way that looks and feels different, for you to show up different in your content and conversations so that you can open the door for those types of people. How many times have you heard the story? I, would, I said I never would have done this, any, this before until I did it. And you want to know why they did it? Because they were introduced by the right person in the right way at the right time. And so to just focus on people that are already doing this, I, to me, it just it doesn't feel like a sustainable business strategy. And not to mention, and once again, I'm going to generalize here, so let me just say this. I know this is not always the case, but in my experience, you build a business that is just leaders from other network marketing companies, it's not a solid, sustainable foundation. Most of the time, and once again, just my personal experience, it's like you're running an adult daycare. Let's call it what it is. These are people that have egos. Sometimes they're not so coachable. They think they know what to do. They're resistant to leadership. They create not the best culture. And so for me, I would always rather build my business organically from the ground up, right, with a solid foundation. And over time, those types of people come. But if that's your primary strategy, then I just think you're a part of the problem today. And I'm just going to be honest. And so I think for our profession to grow, for us to go to the next level, for us to gain more respect, to have more longevity in our profession, we've got to do a better job. We've got to do a better job of, of developing the skill of selling, of marketing with integrity, of focusing on relationships, not transactions, of not treating people like numbers, right? These are the types of things that we need to do. And it starts with the way that you show up online. I'll give you a general rule of thumb just in closing here. If you're ever going to post something on your social media and the only purpose of that post is to try to sell or recruit somebody, 10 out of 10 times you should delete that post. Your business, your company, and our profession as a whole will be so far better served long term if that's the philosophy that you adopted. So once again, I just want to give you a different way to think about a commonly held and accepted practice. That's part of what we do to transform this profession is to get people thinking, how would Love Serve Grow do it? And so this is just one example. So anyway, thank you for being here. Hope you got some value out of today's show. As always, I'll see you soon on the next episode.